Welcome to Guys Being Dudes Radio. I'm your host, Tex Mex. Welcome to the first episode of Season 3, Guys Being Dudes Radio Revolution. Today, Coach and I have a aimless talk about video games, TV, movies, and The Lord of the Rings. Welcome, guys, being dudes radio. Um, I'm your host, Tex Max, with, of course, Coach. It's been a minute. We did take a break. Uh, we didn't have a big, crazy uh, Hot Ones themed finale like uh, season one. Uh, but welcome, welcome to season three. I mean, I can Everything's go make some wings be- right now. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's different now. It's season three. This is the <laughs> Matrix uh, revolutions of our uh, podcast. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> um, so something I, I was thinking about, I, I wrote some stuff down to actually talk about, but um, uh, was like the the kind of the meta narrative of our podcast in that like, hey, this is some dumb thing we're going to do. Um, and me and you're the last two standing, but this is this dumb thing we're going to do uh, that we, we're not going to advertise. Nobody's going to listen to. We're not going to promote it. Uh, strictly as like something to do during covid and just like this is the last year um <laughs> uh, hey sue me i like talking to my friend every week <laughs> <laughs> me too um and it, it has evolved and, and devolved and like we briefly became a, a television and movie review podcast probably uh, will be once again eventually 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 i didn't know if you wanted to talk about die hard today um, uh, i kind of forget everything i was pretty drunk when i watched it last time I I was I think I was like blackout drunk in the the 402 the last time I watched it. So <laughs> I, we watch it every Thanksgiving, so <laughs> I, I know what happens, obviously. But the finer details of yeah how great that movie is are not <laughs> fresh. <laughs> I looked at my notes and all I wrote was ho ho ho. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, can, so... I can rant about Die Hard for a second, though. Yeah, yeah go for it. All right, so Die Hard. Is it a Christmas movie or is it not a Christmas movie? For one, I think this debate's overdone. I think uh, J.O.B. talked about that. Like, at this point, it's been memed hard enough. Like, it, It's the Chuck Norris of, like, movie debates. Yeah. Right. That being said, what is your definition for a Christmas movie? I, that's what it comes down to. Is it a movie that happens with Christmas as, like, a backdrop? Or is it a movie about, like, the spirit of Christmas, right? Yeah, that's the thing. Because, yes, Die Hard is not about the spirit of Christmas. But of all those memed Christmas movies like Lethal Weapon, um, Gremlins a little bit. Yeah, Gremlins. There's another one I'm missing. Die Hard actually, it's about family. It's about a father <laughs> coming home for Christmas, trying to reconnect with his family, and then some thieves get in the way. He, he, I mean, so I think if I think Paul Blart Mall Cop is Die Hard, but in a mall. Um, <laughs> so it might also be a Christmas movie been a very long time since i've seen that but home um, alone home alone home alone is a christmas movie it's die hard for children it's die hard for children yeah see i yeah i like that's the thing is like i it's i get it i get the i've never been a christmas guy i get the comfort of like christmas movies about the spirit of christmas most are hot garbage yeah the only one that i like would would say is a good movie like i would be willing to watch at any time like traditional air quotes traditional christmas movie national lampoons uh christmas vacation um <laughs> my my personal favorite is muppets christmas carol right okay that's a sure. all-time classic phenomenal acting muppets are always phenomenal music's great the best, from what I understand, I've never actually read the book, but my mother has, and I know other people that have, they say it's, like, the most accurate version <laughs> of A Christmas Carol. Like, if you want to get themes of A Christmas Carol down, watch the Muppets. They do the best job. Yeah, I, it's, you know, three ghosts, rules of three. Yeah. I've yeah. always, I like, I like the setup. Um, I just, like you know, most... I just, I like stories about people becoming better people in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've liked, I think I've liked most versions of it. I don't know if I've seen the Muppet one, and if I have, I don't know if I remember it's, it well. It's definitely the best, but I'm also I, biased. I sincerely believe that. I, without watching every version of that story, <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the Muppets probably has it by a long shot. 
And uh, one of the reasons I think it works so well is that Michael Caine agreed to do it, provided he didn't treat it like a Muppets movie. Like, he acted it straight. <laughs> so he's, like, true to the book Scrooge, while everything else around him is a little goofy. Yeah. And keep, you know, keeps things a little lighter, but it still lets Scrooge I, be Scrooge. And I think that's one of the reasons it works so well. But I, I have a question, and I'm, I'm too lazy to Google this. Was Scrooge, like, a normal name before? And they, like, just picked a random name out of a hat? Or has it always meant to be, like, I don't know if miserly is the right term, but, like, you know, a greedy dick? <laughs> Let's see. Was Scrooge a normal name? Because like, agree that Dickens based Scrooge on scrouging, which is an archaic word with a multitude of squeezing, crushing, crowding meetings. Okay. So not a name, apparently. Good, good. I'm happy we didn't, uh, he didn't, you know. Run a normal name through the mud. <laughs> How fucked would that be if he's just like Bill, you know? <laughs> oh, that guy's a real Christmas Bill. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so he just took like their version of, you know, g- g- greedy, uh, <laughs> I guess. Uh, <laughs> fiscally responsible. No, um, I I don't know. I, I mean, I like Nightmare. The Nightmare always brings up a weird debate with people. Um I mean, it's definitely both, but I think I'd lean more Halloween. It, it has it's the set dressing of Halloween that yeah. takes place during Christmas. And you mentioned family, and honestly, I didn't know until we started that Discord group as a joke where we talk about all the movies. Yeah, for spoilers and stuff. That's called uh, we only talk about movies about family. Um, I didn't fucking realize how many movies are family centric. I know, <laughs> it's like every movie now. <laughs> I can't watch a movie and be like, oh, that was about family. And there's there's always some connection. It's not like necessarily blood related, but yeah. like yeah. it's just like every movie is about family. New Spider-Man, kind of about family. Yeah. Your your uh spoiler, your interdimensional family. No, um <laughs> I yeah, I I don't know. I die hard, yes. Yes, it's yeah. a like I anybody who wants to like get into oh christmas movies are only movies about like the spirit of christmas i feel like that that's taking it down to such a weird like place hallmark (laughs) niche yeah because then i think that actually eliminates like i i feel like that might almost edge out christmas vacation like if you if you're like really it's got to be like yeah because that movie's uh, actually about it piece of shit father <laughs> um uh, don't forget his, his shitty family and her <laughs> shitty family too <laughs> um no i wait i don't know he's got that weird uncle with the cigars but um uh christmas vacation another good movie i uh uh i scheduled everything right so that i i'm, I'm totally off this week and um i Every day I'm playing, like, Skyrim is what I'm playing right now. Yeah. All I want to do, like, I just want, I want two games to fucking come out, and that's Warhammer 3 and uh, uh, Elden Ring, which is, like, the, the latest uh, Dark Souls game. But um, I, those don't come out until February, so it's like I'm bouncing between all my fucking random games, and I'm like, fuck, I just, like, I don't, <laughs> could I just have the weeks these games come out off instead? <laughs> <laughs> Um, sure, the government will shut down or something. Yeah, so probably. Um, it, but uh, I mean, I put that forward to say, is there anything you're playing or looking forward to coming out this year? I'm just, I'm, I'm very behind on the whole video game scene. I'm just not as into it as I used to be, which is a bummer because I actually have the money to spend on it now. Yeah, League <laughs> of Legends will do that to you. <laughs> um, as I'm still just kind of, I don't get. It's not that I don't have the time. It's just right. I don't. The time that I have, I don't want to spend playing video games as much as I used to, at least. So yeah. as I've been talking for the last month, months, how much I've just been playing Mass Effect, but I'm, I'm still playing Mass Effect 1. Because yeah. I, I put in an hour here and an hour there. And yeah. <laughs> a game like Mass Effect is just so long. But I, I also just don't love... Like, I don't love playing the online games anymore. Right. Um, unless I'm playing with you guys. That's fair. I, I think that's a lot of the fun of uh battlefield for example was a disaster the latest one i mean they've, they've all steadily been bad since bad company too but this was 
this this release uh to to you know uh kind of time i mean everything we say is set in time but like for those who don't know battlefield is a series where you uh, it's it's like a call of duty you, you play a dude who shoots guns but you also get into cars and tanks and planes and jets and helicopters and um they had a really cool game called bad company 2 that came out when we were in fucking high school yeah it was high school because bf bad company one was my favorite and bad company 2 was very like pivotal and like revolutionary in video games like buildings were destroyable and all this stuff and they've just slowly been regressing from that (laughs) one of the reasons i love battlefield so much and i I will get on a bad company rant anytime (laughs) battlefield bad company one they're fun to play with friends i mean yes they're extremely fun to play with friends yeah for sure and like you said like for one thing i hate it i've always hated call of duty I, I don't know why that game pisses me off so much. Like it's just a shooter; <laughs> it shouldn't make me so angry. But it's it all just... the historical inaccuracies from uh, Call of Duty Two. <laughs> but it's just like I, I just didn't like you know it was Modern Warfare when we were in high school, right? Mm. Yeah, like I just I just couldn't get into those for whatever reason. I think it's because, and it's just when you're playing that multiplayer, yeah, it was you know the the game was realistic, and to oh, me right. what that meant was. You got shot once by in the back, and you didn't have a chance to do anything. So yeah. you spent half the fucking game dead, even if you're really good at it. And I wasn't really good at it. I was pretty good at it. Yeah. Um, but even but if yeah. you're really good at it, you still it just doesn't feel like worth it. You put in all this effort, you get a huge kill streak going. Oh, and I'm dead. And I respawn. Yeah. And 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 versus, I felt like bad company relied more on your ability to set yourself up for success. Well, coordinate, like, play yeah. objectives, and... It was about objectives, and it's like, you could go yeah. and die, and you still could have gotten a lot done. Right, right, right. Like, that would be the, the point. It's like, hey, we're all gonna, you know, rush this, like, left side of the objective. Maybe some people are gonna be sneaking on the right side of the map, and we're just gonna try to brute force <laughs> our way into this building or knock it down to get to, to go plant a bomb or whatever, and it was... <laughs> A lot of fun with friends. And, uh... and, and Bat Company won, just to stay on it. <laughs> and I've, I've ranted about this in the group me, or sorry, the Discord, um, <laughs> and about, I don't understand, is, is Bat Company EA? It's EA, right? Yeah, it's EA. Yeah. I don't understand how they have made Battlefield so terrible. Like, yeah. they crushed it. They made a game that was starting to outpace Call of Duty. Battlefield Bad Company 1 was getting level with it, and then Bad Bad Company 2 came out. So Bad Company 1 was honestly a perfect game for me. The campaign is still an all-time campaign. I actually, I I need to, I keep forgetting to Google if I can download on the computer. I'm sure I can find it somewhere and somehow. But that campaign is fucking hysterical and so much fun to play. Which I just feel like there aren't games like that. all these big games. It's all all they do is focus on multiplayer only, and the story fucking sucks. It's not fun to play. Like I haven't played the new Halo, but apparently that sucks. I've heard mixed things. I don't. Dunk, some... didn't like it that much, so I mean that tells you <laughs> that that's know. what matters. Which weird to me is like I I feel like young gamers are very whatever. It's a, it's a Halo, or they're like yeah, it's a cool game. I never played the old ones. Um, if you don't understand what... how incredible halo one through three are but but the thing is like it's it's what's weird to me is that the people who are really hype on it is like dudes older than us um and there was a really funny meme uh about like all the halos uh, as like personified individuals and like halo infinite like dies or something and <laughs> Halo 1 through 3, like, are angels and come, like, rescue them. And they're like, don't worry, you're not as bad as those guys. Like, they're very happy. (laughs) (laughs) It's just terrible. But anyway, so back up in one. Love that game. It's an all-time favorite for me, honestly. Mike, not that I've ever ranked my favorite video games, but it might be a top five for me all time. It was also one of those games that it really got me into that type of game. Because yeah. I didn't like playing Modern Warfare, but then Bad Company 1 came out, and I could then play a game like Call of Duty with right. my friends. It was something different than Halo at that point, because everyone just played Halo. Yeah. Um, so it was fun to play that, and then you got online, 
and it was so good. Like, you had class systems in a way that was different than, like, Call of Duty. Like, Call of Duty, yeah, you had classes, whatever. You picked a different gun. Yeah. There was actually classes in backup. So you could, if you really wanted to be a sniper, you'd start the game out with your sniper, and you there'd be really good sniper spots. And then online, those sniper spots got picked off, and you'd have to find new ones. You, got, you had to be pretty creative with all of that. And there was different objectives, different vehicles, destructible buildings. It was just a lot of fun to play. And then Back Company 2 came out. I personally didn't think it was as good as Back Company 1. I thought they went a little too Call of Duty with it. But still phenomenal. And they brought in new mechanics. The, like You could revive people. And I think they got better at destructing buildings and things like that. Was was 2 or, or 1 when they cut it from 5 classes to 4? Because I know there was a big shift. I think, I think Back Company 1 had... One, two, three. I think it had four classes. I'm trying to think because okay. the campaign only had four people. Yeah, because they used to have a specialist or what? I don't remember what they called it, but it was like an infiltrator of sport. Yeah, I think that's that could be two. I didn't play been, that as much. That might just been Battlefield Two. Um, that's also true. But yeah, I just I just don't understand how EA can go from those two games, which are borderline perfect. You know, they have a couple flaws, but they're really fucking good. Just remake them. Yeah. Wait. So, so three and four were modern. No, no, no. Yes. Three, three and four were modern. Yeah. Bad, and, bad, so they stopped making bad companies. They yes. just went battlefields. Bad company was a separate thing, like a spinoff. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I, I, but brought brought everybody to Battlefield. Like brought a huge community, and then Battlefield three was like bad bad by comparison like it felt like a step backwards there there was also i don't remember what was out that time but there was no reason to play it yeah um then they did the one where you were cops and robbers or was that after five and then there was like the one set during world war one and then there was which i think was 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 a little gimmicky but also i think like they brought some good stuff in um, and it started to feel like okay, they're they're learning, and then they did the one set in World War Two, which is called Battlefield Five. Their 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 naming is is really busted. But what I was gonna say is that it, it in something that doesn't usually happen in video games is that twenty ninety two or whatever twenty forty two, uh, the current Battlefield is so bad that no one is playing it and people who want to play it are intentionally going back and playing battlefield five the last one out of spite to bring the numbers up (laughs) (laughs) so there are there are like twice as many people on battlefield five than the latest battlefield right now it doesn't even surprise me even a little Uh, bit and it's just how how incompetent are these companies that they can't make a good game when they've already done it right yeah and like you just need it. Listen, I don't understand how you're a shooter company. You make you make first person shooters. You make that style of game, and you you look at like the Maddens and Fifas of the world, and you don't understand like, oh, we don't need to reinvent the wheel every time. You need <laughs> you need to make tune ups. You need to make this thing better. Like if you play Madden today, it's yeah. better than Madden twenty years ago. Did you should you have bought all twenty games in between there? Probably not. Right, but. Those games are fun. I enjoy. I was a big Madden player in high school. Like it's a good time, and it's because they just you know you're updating the teams, you're getting new players, and then the the game just gets a little bit crisper. It gets a little bit better. And just yeah. do that. I mean, that's essentially what they did between Bad Company One and Two. Now, I personally liked One better, but mm-hmm. when you look at it, yeah, Bad Company Two is the better game. It's cleaner. It's more polished. Just well, didn't I think, think it was the, as much fun. I think Warzone, Call of Duty Warzone, uh, has so that's Activision kind of. I think that's technically run by Infinity Ward as like the actual people making the game. Um, it seems like they've kind of seen like the writing on the wall and have been like, "We can just have this one game in this one engine, and y- you know." When you guys want to do, because that's that's probably one of the like most toxic versions of the game a year thing is where 
uh, Activision has three different studios making Call of Duties year round, right? So that there's always a Call of Duty being released and they're all so completely different, right? It's like, <laughs> I don't even know what to compare that to. For like movie people, it's like having one series and having three different directors and casts and like <laughs> they're all called the same thing coming out like once he I, I, I guess it could be the Black Mirror <laughs> yeah I, I don't know it's, it's but bad so but bad. The, the thing is like it I think they've seen that because like two Call of Duties have come out I, since they've launched Warzone and all they do is like buy the campaign and you launch like all one Call of Duty or whatever right like uh, Warzone will get updated to reflect the newest Call of Duty, right? Like, it's it seems like they're steadily figuring it out that, like, I, I think there was, when we were growing up and playing video games, I think there was, like, a big um, race to make the best um, engines or what, for people who don't know. An engine is what a video game is made in, right? So, uh, basically... You don't have to go and make every asset and program every little specific detail every time. You license an engine. The most popular one right now is Unreal Engine. A lot of things are made on it. Which was always uh, the best. Which, yes. And um, I feel like I feel like maybe it's because so long, so many companies have been focused on, we got to do our own engine, we got to do our own engine. And I think now a lot of game designers and companies have realized, like, just fucking just license the the one Fortnite's in, because uh, uh, you can. I think you can do. I so, I nobody listens to our podcast. Everything I've seen coming out of the Unreal Engine has been very can be very crisp and varied. It doesn't seem like static. And the Battlefield people have their own engine. The Call of Duty people have their own engine. Uh, I feel like there's an oh, the Resident Evil has its own, which is actually very impressive. But, like, what blows my mind is that's not used for anything else. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Unreal's used in so much shit. Yeah, Unreal Unreal is pretty much taken over. and that's... Which it should have. They were always the best. They have always yeah. been the best. They probably will always be the best. And it helped because at that point, the Unreal was so much of Cliffy B's thing. I don't know what she had to do with actually building that engine. But, like, he helped yeah. design everything that had to do with, was it Unreal Tournament and then Gears of War. Gears, yeah, he was Gears guy. He was the Gears guy. And that's why they, those three games are so fucking good. It's because yeah. they had a competent person in charge <laughs> that was creative and had a passion for it. It wasn't just some executive, like, okay, let's make a game. Yeah, it's 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 bad. And I was looking forward to it, and then I was like, okay, I'll... I'll 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 wait for some patches and stuff, but I haven't I haven't really returned to it. Um, like even Halo, like I enjoyed playing it when we were all playing together. You know, I was playing with uh, Needle and Four Two Joe. Yeah, and uh, I think I think Boston Market was on at one point. Either way, playing video games with our friends, like the, the Halo like, too. Yeah, and it was it was fun. I'm talking about the new Halo. Oh 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 yeah. Okay. It's like and it, it's fun to play. And I enjoyed it, but that was just because I was playing with my friends again. It wasn't yeah. because the game itself was good. Like, it didn't feel right for some reason. Yeah. I just feel like it just lost some of its charm. Maybe I'm just older. I don't know. No, no, no. For, for the, like, definitively, it is um, not – it hasn't been Bungie for years now. So it's, it's people trying to ape a whole nother team and creative groups. Uh, to match the magic of three of the greatest games ever, and you can't do it. Yeah, yeah. And like I think this this most recent one, I feel like it's the closest they've been. It's definitely um, the closest they've been. It feels like Halo Three. It just yeah. It just doesn't feel right for some reason. And I think he, it actually it actually goes the opposite. Of what we were just talking about. It's actually a little too polished. I think. <laughs> Here's the thing: if Infinite had been the first game three four three studios had released, I feel like Halo would have never fallen from grace. I yeah. feel like. If my, if if those guys, uh, guys, gals, they's them's. If they, like, had just, I don't know, you know what what goes into the development process. But I feel like with Infinite it was like it was the last Halo people like oh, uh, people were iffy on Reach, but everybody loved Halo Three. 
all right, let's just make our version of Halo 3. <laughs> I feel like if they had just done that from the get, yeah, like, I feel like, oh, yeah, I feel like everybody would like love Halo. Halo wouldn't have left the zeitgeist in the way it did. Um, I mean, it literally left after high school. It was never good. Yeah, yeah. It, now, it, it's Call of Duty. Yeah, now they've gone back. Now, I've been watching a lot of Top Gear lately, and I just I feel like there's a lot of times they drive a car. Yeah, they compare two cars that are almost like the same thing. Yeah, one's a little bit worse, <laughs> but because of that, it's more fun to drive. <laughs> Halo Three is a little bit worse, but because of that, it is more fun. Yeah, I. I did a whole so with with shooters and like live service games in particular. I I like to do a whole uh, battle pass for those who don't know. Uh, battle pass is like a it, games now have like internal seasons that are anywhere from a month. God forbid to, you just release a fucking game. A month, well, for multiplayer in particular, I I do <laughs> like I do like seasons for multiplayer, sort uh, of, sort of. I, I think still think Halo very, needs it. Yeah, it doesn't. I think it's it, it, it's very predatory. It can be very predatory in nature. I think it is for like games like Fortnite. But um, I think it's an interesting way to keep your your shooter or your 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 live service game, your MMO, your anything in a um, in a like. I think it, it, it for me what I like about it is it helps me like pace myself with certain ga- certain games. I love Apex. I finished every season of Apex, and usually toward the back end, I'm a little bit tired of like playing Apex. But I'll I'll have done my season pass, and then I'll take like a month off of it, and then they launch a new one, and I start up Apex again because like okay, there's like one new gun, there's one new character. I boot it up. I have been playing the game so long i don't pay for any of the characters because i have in game credit and okay and i do another season which is for me is a month and in their two or three month cycle and i enjoy that i i think it's a like oh i like that they brought the christmas train back like there's they have different game modes that come around i their halloween modes they had a really good one uh, a few years ago they haven't brought back but well, that's that's what uh that's what league was doing really well for a while when they were at the peak yeah um that's too bad they too bad the league players ruined league right 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 that's what we're shifting to and i with these types of games anything that does this live service if i'm trying to give it like a real honest chance i will do a battle pass so i did the battle pass for halo infinite and i was like i think i wrote in the discord like i'm done like it's fine it, it's it's i have a, a game i like more which is apex and i mean if um if someone <laughs> in the if someone in the discord says they want to play halo i'll hop on yeah, yeah. I'm not. If I'm I, not gonna go do it by myself. If I get an invite, I'll play Apex. That's the thing is, I play Apex by myself, and I'm totally content. I just, I just don't like those games. It's just too, fine. too much running around, doing nothing, and then getting killed. <laughs> that happened to me three times. Uh, <laughs> it just it takes so much time. Like like yeah. back to the one of the reasons I just like playing the single player games. It's like hop on, do my thing. I'll get bored at some point. I'll save and I'll exit out. Versus trying to play, not that I play League at all anymore, but, you know, when I started to, I went back to League for a little bit. It was like for a hot second, just be like, it's a fun game. I just enjoy playing League of Legends. And I I just mute everybody so I don't have to fucking listen to anybody. But it just like, it takes fucking an hour to play one League game. And you're just like, what the hell did I just, I just spent, because it took you five to ten minutes to get queued up, 15 minutes to get into the game. Then you get your freaking lane partner goes 0 and 5. You're sitting there and you got to wait another 20 minutes just to surrender. Yeah. And then by the time you finished it, he's like, I just spent an hour playing a game for 20 minutes just to fucking hate myself. Hey, man, once they banned Dunkey, it was all downhill. <laughs> Is that what happened? You got banned? Uh, I think they, they banned him for uh, like a month or something. I, it was, or maybe even just a week. He he was like raging on uh somebody who was like trolling or feeding, and they're like, I honestly I don't even think he said anything that. Uh, so who knows? That sounds I about right. I got I remember I got banned one time, and I was like, I didn't fucking do anything. I don't know. I don't think he said anything. Maybe by today's standards, it would be very offensive. But like, I really don't remember it being that offensive and it was like typed in chat like um but meanwhile they don't do anything about the feeding and the trolling and the clear literally streamed smurfing 
right but the um that's the thing so with league let's since we're on league and donkey um donkey was like the biggest creator for league of legends he was huge at that time everybody who played league knew who donkey was and like if i was watching anything league of legends and it wasn't like the championship it was probably a donkey video i mean he was probably at that point he was probably what bigger than tyler one oh for sure for sure um I at this time I don't know they do different things but at that time a hundred percent um the uh all this to say that there's no video games you're looking forward to this year <laughs> yeah I mean I'm trying to think what's even coming out this year I just that's the other thing I don't really pay attention to my students tell me and then I'm like oh that game sounds fun maybe I'll give it a try uh, I know you don't like the Dark Souls games, so I, I I've never actually played the Dark Souls games. I have no opinion on the Dark Souls games. Hey, maybe you should play that Dark Souls one. Yeah, I know. I, it's just, uh, I need to buy it. It was on sale. I gifted it to uh, my coworker's husband. Oh. Uh, he, he's cool. I've, I've known him for three or four years now, I guess. But um, he uh, at the Christmas at our work Christmas dinner. He was talking about like playing all these Dark Souls knockoffs and never playing the original. And I'm like, <laughs> how, how it, it's because he doesn't buy games. He just does. He's uh, has an Xbox, I think. So he just uses Game Pass and yeah. like, whatever rotates in or out. And he was talking about how he, he really likes playing all these Dark Souls knockoffs. And I'm like, but you haven't played the original. So <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, which I mean is derivative of other things too, but still like that's, it's its own genre now, like air quotes. And it gets, you know, the, when something is hard, it's like Dark Souls. Um, <laughs> it used to be Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was like 10, maybe 20 bucks. And I just like gifted it to him on Xbox. I was, <laughs> And he texted me like three days later, like, thanks for the gift question. I was like, oh, yeah, it was on sale. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, no, it's it. everybody. OK, if you, if you are willing to put up like frustration I mean, because like, you watch me play Cuphead. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you're just to the general audience, our, our Russian listener, um, if you're willing to put up with like being frustrated and. I, I like the nature of that game in particular and looking things up. You don't have to look anything up. You, some things are confusing. You will absolutely miss things if you don't look them up. That is, the, that is how Dark Souls is designed. And when I say miss things, you're not missing story or, you know, critical parts of the game. But, like, there's a, there's a whole, like, evil guild that you can only find out if you kind of do things out of order and hold on to a very important item till the middle of the game. And what do you get for it? Uh, you can dress up like an evil guy. Um, <laughs> that's it. Like, like there's a lot of little things hidden like that, but the core game, everything about it is just so good. It, it's dark souls is your top, top five game. It definitely be in mine. Dark souls one. Uh, I know resident evil four would be in there for sure. Uh, huh. But it's it's good, and I recommend it. If you're, hey man, if you you want to play something, there's that, and then if you want to get into real time strategies, you can always play Warhammer with me. Total War Warhammer. <laughs> I just personally play a lot of Bloons Tower Defense Six. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing a lot of uh, what's the one Candy Crush. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not joking about Bloons Tower Defense though. <laughs> <laughs> It is actually like I just enjoy tower defense games. That's fair. And that's fair. for whatever reason, the one with monkey shooting balloons is by far the best one. I'm yet to find one that's even half as good. <laughs> uh, I like Plants vs Zombies one. Yes, but I've it's it takes like twenty minutes. You can speed run that game in like an hour. That's fair. Whereas like Bloons Tower Defense actually takes some skill and thought, and the maps actually get harder. Like, I love Plants vs Zombies. It is so much fun to play. Don't get me wrong; it is an all-time game, especially an all-time mobile game. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, but it is just it's <clears throat> it's stupid easy. Like <laughs> it is. It is. Um, all-time uh, games though. All that's a oh, what do I play? I, oh, that's a loaded question. It's a, it's a weird thing to, to talk about video games like that because it's like, do you talk about like the 
historical or like game changing perspective, right? Or do you talk about like here's what I like? Um, no, you don't need to tell me that you just love the first Mario because it changed the game. <laughs> like Pong is right, not my right, favorite right. game. I actually well, don't love the Mario games. <laughs> yeah, platformers. I'm not. I'm not a big platformer guy in the whole. Most because um, plat- platforming peaked in a game called Zargon, which is a floppy <laughs> disk MS-DOS game that no one but me has played. And it is so much better. In fact, I'm going to make you download it, you're going to play it, and we're going to have to talk about it. <laughs> um, the uh, a transition I have here, um, totally organic. Uh, Amazon has a game studio, right? Because Amazon wants to be involved in everything. Uh, most of their games have uh, suck shit. Um, I was really excited for one. I think it was called Crucible. Um, early release. They forced an early release. It was not finished. That's fine. I played it. I'm like, there's a lot of potential here. The game was abandoned within like three months. It was one of the first games I saw go from like soft release off the Steam store, so if you had a copy, you were basically in a closed beta, and then just gone. Um, they actually refunded everybody. It was a whole thing. The um, They ended up canceling a bunch of other games and moving all those teams around. I think they're working on an MMO now called... New. Is that is that is New World Amazon? I have no idea. Let me see. Uh, but, like point being is they at one point they had the uh, the rights they have a lot of lord of the rings rights they had the rights to do a lord of the rings mmo which just they ended up- remake oh my god <laughs> literally the entire internet constantly talks about i don't remember what version i know you know what i'm talking about right yes yes the movie it was like a movie version it's like the only time someone made a movie version video game and it was so fucking good like all three of them were good but they nailed Return of the King. It was so much fun. Everyone loves to play it. The, Everyone the, wants a remade version of it. Why don't they just do it? Yeah, two to- well, two towers and um, Return of the King were, were good in particular. But there's a lot of like random Lord of the Rings content out there that's gone. Anyway, so the, the New World is them, and New World is an MMO. So it makes me think that like their Lord of the Rings shit was scrapped and turned into this game. But which is heard mixed things about. Um, the, the thing is, something that they are going forward with is a um, Lord of the Rings show. Uh, Isn't it like a lot of Similarian stuff? Well, I, they don't have the rights to, the, to that, I don't think. It, it's so confusing what they have the rights to. I just don't want them to hop at this. <laughs> so, Oh my they, god, actually, sorry, quick tangent. My parents, for whatever reason... Wanted to rewatch the Hobbit movies because they didn't just want to watch the original trilogy. Yeah, like they were like, my parents called me. It was actually at New Year's. It was the you guys had left. No, I don't remember what happened. Either way, my parents called me at some point in New Year's, and I was talking to them. I think you were gone. Yeah, and uh, they're like, yeah, we watched the Hobbit movies. Really forgot how bad they were. (laughs) (laughs) And my my parents, especially my dad, my dad very much has Trevor opinions on movies. Um, even he was like, yeah, they're not great. Like, I still enjoy them because, you know, it brings me back to reading the books back in the day. And it's cool to see the books that I read as a kid made into a movie. Da, 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 da. I'm like, but dad, just cause they have nostalgia value doesn't mean they're good. <laughs> Anyways, that's my Hobbit rant. Uh, yeah, they're bad. They're really bad. Um, I actually had never finished or watched five armies. I had only watched the fan cut of all three movies put together that, and that still that, sucked yeah and it still was not good that needle had and it, it cut a lot of like added content too so it, it moved pretty quick but it was still like there was still so much shit left in that was like anyway i, I watched five armies for the first time as a whole and i was like this isn't this isn't entertaining no um, it wasn't i remember my sister made me watch it she's like you gotta watch that one that one's okay that one's okay there's a big battle blah 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 blah, blah. i'm like danielle you don't understand i don't care about the big battles the, like, uh, you have to have uh, a pay. That big battle has to have a payoff that I care about. <laughs> um, also, like the the five armies fighting is like flippantly a part of the book, if I remember correctly. But um, yes, it is. It, 
just like Watertown and the, the bard or whatever shooting the dragon out of the air. Anyway, um, there it's the Lord of the Rings. The all the content you've ever seen uh, takes place in the Third Age, and apparently the show is set in the Second Age. So I, I feel like Amazon has some weird thing where they have the rights to Lord of the Rings, but not the books or content in the books. Or, uh, it, it just it seems weird. Um, it, it's it, you know what it sounds like. It sounds like a Witcher thing, right? Yeah. So people who don't know the Witcher. There's a Witcher show. It's very good. It's very popular. The Witcher show is based on the books, and there's also a very popular video game series, which the owner of the Witcher series, who is apparently a dick, uh, sold the rights to that video game company, but told that CD Projekt Red, I think, but told them like like explicitly they're not allowed to cover the books. So their their games take place all take place after the books in stories they've made up. Um, very good games, but so it's set in the second age, and I, I had heard kind of the rumblings on the internet. The, there were leaks about uh, nudity and like uh, sex being in in this show in some way, and I just I, I guess this had missed Jay Boner entirely. I told Jay Boner today, and she was just like, um, why? <laughs> There's and, a lot of nudity in that show. In, uh, in what? Uh, Witcher? No, oh, or, no, no, no. Lord of, the Rings. Lord of the Rings? The, the new Lord of the Rings. Yeah, obviously. There's no, no, oh my god. In The Witcher. I'm saying that the, uh... <laughs> Gotta get people guys, to watch. Know, really quick, really quick. I don't know if anybody knows this, but, uh, Geralt, the titular Witcher, fucks. Um, there's lots of, lots of nudity, but, um, uh, it doesn't need nudity. Fucking Lord Lord of the the, Rings. Yeah. Lord of the Rings. There were leaks that like there's, there's nudity. And I think I I was looking it up because I couldn't remember. Um, apparently it's because they, Amazon studios was hiring like a nudity and intimacy director or like, like, like somebody who handles that professionally. Right. So, unnamed project in New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, there was a lot of concern. And again, I was looking it up to make sure I didn't just like, you know, Mandela effect make it up. And there was a petition signed by fans saying, like, you th- no, like, <laughs> just like adamantly no. And I don't know if this was in response to the petition, but Amazon has apparently announced that there will be nudity, but no sex. And <laughs> my my whole thing is like what are you doing like <laughs> what seriously what could you possibly be doing i don't know anything about second age lord of the rings but like uh it's when atlantis was still around and the earth was flat lord of the I, rings is weird i uh, don't know i i my knowledge pretty much starts and stops with the movies and i'm about halfway through the first book so <laughs> i uh i well that's the thing is like all the all the world lore is like scattered it's not like nobody just sits down and says, this is how the world works. That's because um, he was a freaking psychopath when it came to writing those books. <laughs> yeah, he, re- he created languages. Um, yeah, fuck, it was insane. The uh, great books, great movies. Uh, they, uh, I, can't, I think it was in the Lord of the Rings behind the scenes shit. Um, when they were talking about you know how did Tolkien start writing these books? Why did he start writing these books? He was like, because there weren't enough books back then. He just started writing a book for himself. I thought I thought one of them was I thought the Hobbit in particular was like a bedtime story or like a story for his kids. Yeah, well, it's just like yeah. he. It was like if you wanted a good book, you had to write it yourself back then. So that's what he did. He wrote the book for himself, and he wanted it to be what he wanted it to be, which yeah. is why it just like meanders at times. Like I'm actually really enjoying the first book so far. I tr- I tried to read it a long time ago, and I just you know, he's hard to read. But, Lots of meandering for yeah. sure. But it's just like I'm in right now. Halfway through the book, actually, is um, Rivendell. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and I'm like, I, it's like, I guess it makes sense. I just thought there'd be more in terms of the fellowship shit, and then Moria and all that stuff. But anyways, it's like, but reading it, there's just there's like three pages in Rivendell. There's like a three page thing where Bilbo's just singing a song. Oh, there's so much singing. I've, I, <laughs> and I'm like, part of I read it because it's there. Yeah. But I, I skim it pretty hard because I'm like, there is a zero percent chance any of this needs to actually be read for there's- the purpose of the story there's so much singing in the in the lord of the rings and people don't know because it's not in any of the books 
but it is in the extended versions of the movies. So yeah. people who watch the extended versions of the movies and aren't familiar with the books are like, why are, why are they singing? Um, and even, kind of even the still, there's, there's not that much singing in the extended version of the movies. Like, it's no. absurd compared to what's in the book. <laughs> the Hobbits never stop singing. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh, so I, I don't know anything about the Wheel of Time. It's been described to me as nerd homework before. Um, I don't do nerd homework. <laughs> I do things it, that are good. <laughs> it's a no, no, I've heard, I've heard it's good, but it's like a, a eight, ten book series or something crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Tell me to read the first book of Dune. I'm not reading the other ten. <laughs> yeah, um, it has a uh, an Amazon adaptation, and I watched it because it's like it's fantasy bullshit, and uh, uh, we're thank Allah we are getting back into D and D finally. I know, um, finally. And to get my like D and D fix, I watch a lot of D and D podcasts and listen to a lot of D and D content. But like I, I like in particular, our world is very much traditional, like that uh, English fantasy, Lord of the all Lord of the Rings based fantasy. Yeah. So right now, while I'm writing for our world or trying to think of things in our world, I especially during these downtimes, I've just been consuming a lot of like. Random lore, random worlds. I that's why I've been learning all the weird Lord of the Rings shit. That like the world was flat and the elves basically lived on Atlantis, um, which I think is what the show is going to be about. Um, but Wheel of Time was out there. It's one of the other ones. So I was like, I'm not gonna. I don't know how to read, but uh, I I'll watch the show. And and I was watching it and I was like, this is interesting, but parts of this don't feel like you know congruent anyway so far i've got one episode left it's good it, it, not the best thing it's entertaining I've but heard um, the people that are book people don't like it yes i've heard that too so i i, I started a youtube series of uh, very short uh <laughs> watching content about content uh that's meta. Of, of, of a person <laughs> who is talking about uh what's different from the books and stuff and what i've noticed what I noticed in the show was that there was, uh, especially in the first episode, there was a lot of like, not to say from a positive or negative standpoint, just like as an observation, there was a lot of like, uh, introducing certain characters, like they put their sexuality very forward, not like a, um, nobody's gay or anything or, 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 or saying that one thing is good or bad, just like their characters are kissing one of them as a wife, uh, you know, it showed them in bed, like very passionate or whatever. And I was like, this doesn't feel like something that would have been in like a book written in this era or whatever. So I, I started that YouTube show and it turns out, no, I was correct. Like that's not, <laughs> it, so just doesn't, like, just doesn't feel like it should be here. Right. And, and the, the person does go on to say that like, they like where they take that. And I'm like, it does. I, everything that I thought was weird. It's some weird abridging done to, kind of facilitate the story in the back half it's only eight episodes so far and it does seem like they did a lot of like jumbling of characters and changing some stuff to kind of make it all work a little bit better because tv you don't know how many episodes you have and whatever so i i'm not saying it's bad but then i looked into like it's amazon right so then that got me onto the thing like can i remember something with the lord of the rings and the seventh episode had some some two characters having sex so i was like is this what's going to happen to the Lord of the Rings? Is that they're just going to have like, <laughs> uh, it's very, uh, uh, you know, it reminds me of fucking Buffy, right? Where the first, <laughs> first season, I haven't finished Buffy and I'm, I'm never going to finish Buffy, but I'm never gonna finish Buffy. the first like two or three seasons when they're in high school, it's that very like, uh, horny nineties, like high school teen <laughs> show. And I with, with worry, vampires in the background. Yeah. With vampires in the background. It's like, but who are the kids going to fuck? Um, and I worry that like, there's some producer at Amazon who's like, not enough people are fucking, nobody's going to watch this. It's not Game of Thrones, right? It's got to be more like Game of Thrones who it's just completely going over this, this person, most likely this dude's head that like, that's not why people watch Game of Thrones. And that's why, not why 90% of people watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, but that there's this like attachment to, uh, if if I don't know the characters, fuck. How do I know this is an adult show? Like, how do I know if this woman gets out of the chair when she's stuck if they don't fuck? <laughs> <laughs> right, and here's the, I don't think I don't think you see any nudity in Wheel of Time, but they just make it very clear. Like, oh, 
they were kissing passionately and now they're in bed together. Like, oh, baby. Oh, they fucked. And it, it's, uh, there was a screenwriting thing <laughs> or joke. I think Red Letter Media was the first group that pointed out to me where they like saddle a, a, a like a romantic interest of a woman onto a guy character. If there's like too many guy characters or something and they call like, oh, he's got a case of the not gays, you know? <laughs> <laughs> how do we, there's too many men uh how do we how do we prove like <laughs> this person is this specific sexuality oh well they have a girlfriend i have a boyfriend it's like okay i i i worry i worry about the lord of the Rings show is what i have to say and after they canceled the mmo it seems like very much they don't know what they're doing with this property that they have been bestowed <laughs> it's also it's not an easy property like the no. fact that peter jackson pulled off what he did is a astonishing yeah weren't they in weren't they the unfilmable movie before dune yeah no one wanted to film them no one wanted i i think also i don't know don't quote me on that i think it didn't help that tolkien didn't really want them made either yeah because he knew that stuff would have to get cut and this and that listen i didn't hear enough people sing and i didn't see enough tom bombadil so it's a bad (laughs) I legit did we talk about this already or did we talk about it on New Year's? I think it was Don and Zach. I legitimately had never heard of Tom Bombadil about three months ago. Never heard of the guy. Yeah. And then it started just coming up online. I'm like, who the fuck is Tom Bombadil? And I'm reading, he's in like the third chapter of Lord of the Rings, the first one, <laughs> Fellowship of the Ring. And it's yeah. like, oh okay, I get it. I get this dude. It's a cool little story here. But it's like people were bitching about him not being in the movies. Yeah, no, there were people legitimately furious. He doesn't do anything. But, like, they just think that he's, like, a nature god or some weird shit. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> like, important. I, I know, it's just, I, I saw a quote about it, and it was, like, it was Peter Jackson talk about Tom Bombadil. I'm like, who the fuck's yeah. Tom Bombadil? And I read the book, and it's like, okay, I get it. Like, this cool character. And Peter Jackson's like, we didn't want to cut it. We love Tom tom bombadil but ultimately the story is about sam and frodo bringing the ring to mordor yeah what did tom bombadil do to help them bring the ring to mordor other than help them get through the woods the barrel whites or whatever right yeah like it didn't really in fact that whole thing there's no barrel whites in the movies yeah but that, that whole section it's like two chapters of tom bombadil stuff where they go into the woods they get lost because the trees are kind of mean to hob trees don't like hobbits Classic, classic and, trick. And then they, uh, he saves them from the big willow and this and that. And it's but the whole thing, the entire point of them going to the trees was to avoid the ring wraiths. Yeah. So the entire thing is just this kind of circumventing thing from the main story. And no yeah. shit, of course they cut it. It didn't mean it didn't drive the story at all. It was just a separate side quest from the main quest. If you're gonna make a Fallout movie, you don't do a Fallout movie about. Um, I don't know, going to a vault and turning the water on. <laughs> well, that's, that's all the Fallout 3. <laughs> but yeah, I get you, I get you. Yeah, it, 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 always, it always bugged me too, and it's only, I, when did I learn? I, um, there was a girl on my floor freshman year who I, I'm still friends with, but she's a huge Lord of the Rings fan, and I think she might have been the person who mentioned it to me. And then that led me to the meme well back, way back when. So it's I've always kind of known about him. And it was only when I was doing like the deep lore stuff, like the last couple of years where I've been like, oh, that's interesting, I guess. Like, And there's there's a way, I think we've just, we've I think we've talked about it, where old Dune versus new Dune. There is a way to make a book, movie, you know, you know what I'm saying. And there's a way not to do it. Oh, yeah. You know, you need. There are certain things you need to cut. There are certain things you have to change if you want it to work. But as someone that's going that reads the book and then sees the movie, you need to realize something's going to change. Yeah, but it has to be in service of the overarching story as a whole. I mean, the simplest the simplest thing is like, you know, Beowulf's the big example of. Um, I'm not going to, well, that wasn't intentional or whatever, but like you, you create all these images in your head. Like I, I get that. Like 
I can the author will describe somebody as tall or or as having a monster as having claws or teeth or whatever. But like Beowulf, uh, is it Grendel or whatever is the first monster is not described truly uh, other than being like humanoid and big um, <clears throat> and like eating. It's more described like what he does to people and. I had a, an English teacher once point once point out that like the Beowulf movie will never work. And here's the thing, you could make it work. What makes it difficult is like how I feel like there's a fine line of how little something is described that like everybody has their own version in their head of what something is. Yeah. And I feel like Lord of the Rings, everything is is pretty well described, but a little too well described sometimes. Right, right, right. But but that's like you said. I I don't know as like as a as somebody who who reads books and then goes to see movies of those books. I get like okay, Tom Bombadil not being in it, sad. Maybe they could have made it work, but it doesn't change the book or the nature of the book. Like there's 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 cosmetic changes, right? Like that's 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 the word I'm like the phrase. It's yeah. a cosmetic change, right? It's, 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 it doesn't really change the story or the characters. Like they don't drop the ring or, you know, the ring doesn't fall into Mount Doom and they're like, because we learned that thing from Tom Bombadil and it all came full circle. (laughs) Yeah, I had nothing to do. There's nothing to check off Bombadil, right? Like, (laughs) (laughs) check off Bombadil. That's the thing. He shows up. They, 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 you know, he's this nature spirit. They talk about him, I think, at the council. Yep. Uh, about how like he could probably be very strong with the ring, but he just doesn't care. And, and then I don't think they ever talk about him again. After yeah, that. as far as I know, I think I looked it up because after I've read the whole Tom Bombadil stuff, I'm like, does he come back later? I remember looking it up. It's like Gandalf mentions him in Return of the King as like, oh, now that the quest is over, I'm going to go visit my friend. Yeah, and that's like it. It's like so he ultimately does nothing for the story, and I'm sure that's going to piss a bunch all of our Lord of the Rings. <laughs> people off but <laughs> one russian fan is a huge talking <laughs> and like t- just talking about dune i already mentioned it in one of the podcasts yeah. of like the, i thought the they dune did a cast. phenomenal job <laughs> of the new the dune, dune <laughs> the 1980s dune was terrible because they changed so much stuff yeah and yeah. then new dune people are all pissed off again because Duncan Idaho's character isn't quite what he was in the book, and like Jason Momoa's, he's too funny. It's like they made a little change to this. The character's still the same. He still trains Paul. He goes to the planet early to meet the Fremen. Yeah. And then his character, you need to take for one, you need to take advantage of who Jason Momoa is as an actor. I don't personally think he's a great actor, but he needs to be that lighter, funnier character. Right. So take right, advantage right. of him. Also, without Jason Momoa's character in that movie, without Duncan Idaho's his portrayal of Duncan Idaho, that movie is so fucking humorless. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Um, like you need, I don't care what movie you're watching. There has to be some comedic relief at some point. In order for your audience to take a breath for a second, the um, I'm gonna get political here. This is a microcosm of uh, the Black Spider-Man nonsense, right? Like, <laughs> just, just that, like it doesn't, it like cosmetic changes in movies from film or whatever adaptations don't really matter. Like, and he, here's the thing: if Duncan Idaho, uh suddenly uh was plowing like daenerys targaryen in dune then like that's not a cosmetic change like that that changes the nature of the story yeah that's not cosmetic so to the to the tolkien stuff like to the lord of the rings amazon show like uh, they're making up their own story that's fine like there's kind of a there's kind of like structured points that happened in that era that's like a two thousand six thousand year span they can do whatever story they want to make up they are using though characters like Galandriel, Elrond. Um, you, you can't lose. You also can't lose the heart of what Lord of the Rings is. So, so that that begs the question: like, why? Like, why the new? Like, it doesn't. It doesn't make something better. Better, right? <laughs> it, it doesn't. It, I feel like it just brings. It changes what Lord of the Rings is about. <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 fucking. We'll see. And, and then the other thing, too, is like, oh, we just want to have, like, a bunch of nipples in the background. And then it's like, okay, well, 
why like i it, my understanding or my interpretation is that like like i said there's a producer who's just like it's got to be hornier we just need like the it, the shows it's it's too boring it's too much flowery talk i need i need more horny right like yeah because <laughs> uh, some some focus group somewhere said that <laughs> uh boobs sell so therefore we need boobs because it's, it's all about making a profit versus making good stories, which time and time again has shown make a good story. I mean, more or less. I know in, someone would argue indie films don't make a ton of money. It's because they're indie films. But like people saw those three Lord of the Rings movies because they nailed it and it was good yeah. to watch. Yeah, they were very, very good. I. I, here's like the Hobbit kind of soured him a little bit, but like honestly, we've just been. I seeing, just forget the Hobbit exists. We've been seeing. I mean, it happened with Star Wars getting soured. Like I, I, it happened at the end of Game of Thrones. Um, brief, briefly on those books, though, like like Dune, Lord of the Rings, uh, Wheel of Time. Apparently, Wheel of Time's like eight hundred fucking pages. Um, my my whole thing is like. I don't think people are wrong when they say something is like unfilmable if they're referring to like, it's just so like, there's so much story. Right. Yeah. And I know that the immediate thing when you have the rights to something, because I think it's probably cheaper, but maybe not is to just make one movie. Right. And we talked about this on the Dune cast. Like I feel like watching Dune, I was like, this would be a really cool show. I, yep. I think I'd like this a lot more as a show. Like I'd like even if it's four episodes. It should, it should be like a four episode show. It should be pre Arrakis, arriving on Arrakis, Paul training, Paul winning. Because the thing is, like a movie is such a weird like to to think about media, like uh, a two hour two hour two hour and a half movie yeah, isn't yeah, that yeah. long. No, but what I what I mean is when I think about media, it's like video games, TV books technically movies are tv but like tv as in shows books and video games can be whatever fucking length they want and tell whatever story right but there's this understandable like you're not gonna sit in a theater for a fixed amount of time but we've we've assigned movies this whole weird thing where it's like you got to tell a whole story in two to three hours none of this intermission shit anymore like <laughs> I would love I think they should have done it with Endgame. They should have put an intermission in it. Right. I it's it I'm just like I'm thinking now about the, like the nature of movies and how like they don't cuz like I movies are short stories then. Like like to books they are short stories. Like to video games they are oh it's a, it's an indie 4 4 hour game, right? Cuz like yep. the big the big story games are all fucking 80 hour games like yeah. <laughs> which is obviously unacceptable for a movie but like I, I don't know. I don't. I think maybe it's just very old Hollywood thinking that I have these rights. I have to make a movie. Yeah. It, it can't be. I, I. I think hopefully streaming changes some of this stuff. Where I think it's it like, already is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And like, but, I mean, look at look at the movies that are crushing it right now. It's all of the Marvel movies. You know yeah. why? Because they've told essentially a TV series worth of movies. Yeah. And why did so? Why did Infinity War work so well? Because you had all of these different stories leading up to it. Then you had Endgame. You cared about these characters. You wanted to see them win. Why did Spider-Man just blow everything out of the fucking water during COVID? Yeah. It's because you had five Spider-Man movies before it. Not including the Tom Holland ones. Yeah. So it's like you you had all these cool stories that you get to bring into a full... And that's why Far uh, No Way Home is so good. Because it's able to lean on past things. It's able to get deeper in less time it, it, it you know it nails spider-man's character because they can they get to just focus on spider-man's character i don't have to focus on anything else i um i man i just wish we didn't have movies anymore and had only tv shows <laughs> I, yeah, I mean i still love movies but i joke i joke um i i mean that like i love we, i love the movie theater experience still i love i do I like, I just don't understand the, um, like I said, the Hollywood fixation on. I own a property now. I have the rights to this property. I can do whatever I want with it. Movie. Going to do a movie. It's it's it, it, it's I think it's very like. It's Especially when it's it's probably cheaper to make a TV yeah. show. I have to imagine. 
in I yeah, I mean the thing is like yeah, I, I did, like I, I would imagine it's it's more that like outside of like maybe a Game of Thrones level TV show where they're literally putting a movie's budget into it. Right. But look look at Hawkeye and I think yeah. it was Mikey was bitching about CGI a little bit. It's like I'm willing to forgive a little crappy CGI for a TV show. Yeah, I I am I'm as well. There's a lot of things where it's just like just don't don't include it. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, you know the the big air the Pim arrow on the bridge was cool. Right. Like yeah, it didn't look polished, but it was fine. Whatever. It's a cool little moment. I yeah, like I that's not make or break unless like you're you're unless you're so CGI driven that like you have to. But even that, I I don't know. Like the thing is like if you have a Dune, if you have a Lord of the Rings, like you're not getting that. And oh, I've got this shoestring budget. You're getting it, and it's like. You have millions of dollars to spend. Yeah. How do you not be like, hey, I want to do a fucking TV show? Like, Game of Thrones died. <laughs> <laughs> Dune, I'm HBO. I'm so involved with Dune. Like, let's just make Dune our TV show. That's right? It's like you said. There's, there's always some executive producer somewhere that thinks it's not going to work. Well, a, because they have no vision of what the project actually is. But that's the thing is. It's like, you could, you could do a, a single... Dune three-hour movie instead of two movies or whatever, but it'd be serviceable, but it's not going to be as good, right? But you'd end up cutting so much that you change the story. Yeah, and you end up with 1980s Dune because there's too much shit to get into with the space magic. Right, right, right. So you're doing two movies, so you don't change the story, but then you, but when you tell when you tell the story that is a movie, you have to make things in acts. There's, there's been. Kind of an exception, I think, I is like Endgame, is it? Um, the yeah, Endgame's the second one, right? Yep, Endgame is not a movie, like, <laughs> no, it's Endgame not. Is, Endgame is not a traditional movie, and it's not like avant garde or like you know, experimental. It is the end of a you know, Game of Thrones, it is the end of a, a TV show, like with a massive budget, but it, it's a story that's being told, expecting you. To kind of come into it and it kind of does have like an act structure but like this one two part dune because we're on dune now i feel like they're trying to make both we'll see what happens in the second one they're trying to make both of them like their own full individual movies especially this one since they didn't have the green light yep. to make the second one right yeah. which makes uh, me really want to see a director's cut of it because apparently what paul what's his nuts actually has like a four hour something cut of the first movie. Jesus, um, I'd watch the shit out of. Yeah, I'd watch it. I'd watch it. I think they they. I do think they meander in the desert, but like it's whatever. Um, the uh, the nature of of movies in this Lord of the Rings show. I'm gonna watch this Lord of the Rings show. I'll watch it all the way through. I'm not excited. Like I'm I'm more worried. Yeah, I'll probably <laughs> let you watch it for me. <laughs> All right. I got, I got nothing else to say about the new year. This has been a good start to uh, season three. Indeed, um, indeed. We'll see. We'll see where this season takes us. Maybe we'll, we'll start doing interviews. I know we've been talking about doing interviews for a while. Yeah, we just got to get people to actually do it. Yeah, that's so much work. <sighs> <laughs> All right. You have anything you want to go out on, bud? Um, I just want to say it was a fun weekend. We had a good time. And, uh, you know, at... At, uh, at Needle's place, he brought out some board games. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we uh, were playing, remember, with uh, Jen, we were playing some, uh, uh, was it Harry Potter Seen It? And yeah. she was unbelievable. I'm not going to talk about Seen It. Are you kidding me? I don't care. It's a new season. We're talking about Stratego. Yep, yep. It's a great good, game. Good, good. Love Stratego. Always going to call it out. Get the hell out of here, viewers. I'm not talking about a different game. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Have a good one, bud. <laughs>